You know what? You are the only person you are guaranteed to spend the rest of your life with. So, we want you to feel at home with yourself. To have an understanding of what being human truly means. And to be a witness to the things that are happening within you. We're here for the good. The bad. And the downright ugly. <laughs> so, come on this journey. And be messy with us. You are listening to The Real Meaning of Humanity with Alexis. That's my name. And you're Krista. Yeah, that's me. Cheers. Cheers to our one year baby. Our one year. We did it. And we're cheersing to a white claw. White claw. <laughs> a huge one, by the way. <laughs> that's how we do it. Mm hmm. You well, can judge us if you want. We don't care. Well, I was to say, hold on. Me last year <laughs> starting the podcast, I feel like. I had wine almost at every single, every oh, single yeah. time. Remember? We started like on the floor in my closet <laughs> with, with a wine glass in almost every episode. I feel, so we started on the floor and then I feel like we upgraded and we brought like a little um, desk in my closet. T- no, oh. we brought a little table. Oh, from that's right. From room. my living room. Yes. And then finally, Alexis bought a desk, and so then we had chairs and a desk. <laughs> My and closet then, is this big, y'all. Yeah, and then we're still going to be, you know, growing in the next year. So. Yeah, when Jen moves out, we'll have her room. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Jen. With her presence, you're, you're there in spirit. Yeah, you're still there. <laughs> you still have the key. This will still be your home. But your just, room will be my our podcast room. Yeah, it'll just look a little different. Yeah, just a tad. Can you believe that it's been a year? Honestly, no. Honestly, it feels like, like it does feel like, wow, we have been doing this for a long time. But then it feels like, what the fuck? That went by so fast. It really did. Because I'm not going to lie. <laughs> honestly, and Alexis can, you know, confirm this. I remember like at the very beginning... <laughs> You know, first of all, I was uh, scared shitless because <laughs> I'm just like a very reserved person unless like I know you deeply and right. then I feel like I And can... that's everybody. That's a lot of people. Right. And then I feel safe enough to like, you know, show show me. A little bit. Yeah. yeah. A little bit more. Um. So the fact that I was going to talk freely on this podcast and just like let whoever wants to listen to it listen to it um scared the living shit out of me so um my I remember asking Alexis like at the very beginning you know because Alexis was like gung-ho like we had this idea and we would joke about it literally all the time like oh my god we should have a microphone or oh my god we should have a podcast like we would joke about it because the things that we talked about were like holy cow like people need to hear this Mm -hmm. um and then Alexis was like, well, Krista, um, I bought the podcast stuff, and so we're starting. And I was like, um. Excuse me? What? Hold, pause. Yeah, you didn't even know. Because I started <laughs> sending you, like, Amazon links of what type yes. of microphones we could have and all this stuff. And you're like, yeah, maybe one day. And yeah. I'm like, um. <laughs> but not today. I just bought it. <laughs> like, we're doing this. And you're like, what? I didn't know we were actually doing this. So I'm like no we are yeah like I genuinely just thought like oh it's just gonna be a dream that Alexis dreams about you know maybe she has a Pinterest board about it you know (laughs) she's just dreaming for the future and like maybe one day I'll be good like okay to do it and then she was like no we're starting now yeah okay no I was ready and I think that's the thing about me and I love how this balances out our friendship yeah and you will confirm this for everybody (laughs) that is listening like when I set my mind to something, I have decided that I'm doing it. Yeah. <laughs> and that nothing is changing my mind once I've decided mm-hmm. that this is happening. Yeah. So when I have decided that this is what I'm going to do, there's really no room for patience. Right. <laughs> in that anymore. Like, I really don't have patience when I've already decided, okay, this is what I'm going to do. I've already planned it. It's all planned logistically. Krista will be fine. She'll get over her fear. Exactly. Like, we're good. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I feel I feel great about it. Yeah. Exactly. No, and, and I do love that because, you know, Alexis does – you know, hit the ground running and, you know, it's a short turnover once she has her mind on something. <laughs> so it's not like going to be a dragged out thing. Uh-huh. Um, but on the flip side of that, like I am a very more reserved person. I yeah. let my, I 
had let my fears stand in a way of a lot of things. I mean, I still do, but a little less right now. Um, and so Alexis knows me well enough to know that it's just like a fear of mine. And she's like, you're going to be fine. Like you can get past the fear. And she like, will pull me out of it. You know what I mean? Or like yeah. encourage me to continue and will uplift me. And so it took a while for me to finally feel comfortable talking, but I did get there. And now that I'm here, I'm like forever grateful. I'm like, oh my goodness, thank you. Cause I felt like in a way I did find my voice a little bit within this podcast. Oh, that is so good. <laughs> like it, it has helped me be more vulnerable than I usually would. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Well, okay. and I think it's helped you a lot get way more connected. Yeah, absolutely. To it, yourself. And I remember, okay, so at the very beginning, uh-huh. I would t- I'd ask Alexis, I was like, we could do it like once every two weeks, once every month. And I like quickly said, no, we're doing it every week. Every uh, week. Like, okay. And you're like, oh, okay, Alexis, that's unrealistic. And I'm like, but we're here. We've done we ha- yeah. 52 episodes. What the fuck? And which, okay, a year, I looked, I Googled it, like how many weeks are in a year? And it did. It literally showed up as like 52.1456. And I'm like, okay, so like like every so days or whatever, I guess the days change. I don't know the calendar. <laughs> I don't get it. And because um, technically our first episode launched on November 7th of last year. Right. But we're on the 52, 52th, 52nd. 52nd. <laughs> How unintelligent we are with our words sometimes is hilarious. Yeah. Oh, my God. 52. 52nd episode, y'all. Okay. So we've been doing this for 52 weeks. I'm keeping that in. That was hilarious. That was hilarious. Okay. Because, so technically, yes, this is our one-year episode. We launched our podcast on November 7th of last year. But this is technically our one year and we're going to celebrate it. Absolutely. Um, but yes, I remember that saying, we're going to do one episode a week just mm-hmm. to have that consistency, just to have that flow. Yeah. And you're like, no, nobody's going to care. But like people do care. Like even if like you're not keeping up with it a week a week because everybody's busy. But like it's really cool to binge on episodes too yeah. if you haven't like listened to it consecutively once a week. So it's been pretty cool, but it's also been a huge commitment. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like I think you can agree as well. Like doing this recording once a week, but even in the summer when we were recording like twice or three times a week because of how busy we were in the summer and yeah. we had to pre-record episodes, mm-hmm. and it had <laughs> it's been a huge commitment to have a podcast, and but also it's been a huge responsibility to be responsible for the hearts of listeners too. Yeah. And trying to really think about different perspectives and touch on those two. Um, and then also making sure that we're being respectful while still telling our view. Exactly. And I think that's what I've learned the most from this podcast or just having this podcast with you is like, there is so much nuance to people's mm-hmm. hearts and what people go through and people's stories and experiences. Like, it is not black and white. Yeah. This world loves to label things as black and white because us as humans can only understand things if we label them. Yeah. Because it helps us simplify things, but people's heart are not simple. Mm-hmm. Like, we actually, there's so much nuance. There's so much chaos but also so much beauty and the messiness of what is going on inside of it inside of us so I think it's helped me understand people more I, and I, other people's stories I completely agree I feel like mine is similar to that in the sense of um, I've learned that <laughs> I have a perspective or you have a perspective and I can do or I can try my hardest to explain exactly what I mean from my perspective, yet people can still perceive that differently than what I'm meaning. Does that make sense? Like, yes, yes. So even whenever I am explaining to the best of my ability what I mean, 
people take those words and they perceive it differently than what I'm meaning. Mm -hmm. So I feel like that's what I've learned the most is like just how crazy perception is and like how important your words are. Mm -hmm. And it's it's all a mindset too. It is. How people are wired. Mm -hmm. Like the only reason why people like have a perspective that they do is how is the wiring in their brain. Yeah. From the experiences that they've had. Exactly. Like that's why they interpret things or see things in the way that they do because it's based off of their own experiences and what they live through and sometimes based off their own pain. Exactly. Exactly. And that's why I feel like it's so important to get to know people too especially those people that are in your life that you communicate and talk to all the time because like you need to know what their perception might be of a certain situation or a certain word or a certain action because you want to communicate with them well yeah and you need the roadmap (laughs) to people's hearts that's it Ooh, ooh, roadmap yes I love that I just love that saying I need the roadmap right because like I don't I don't know. I only know what you give me. And I think that's been the biggest thing in our friendship. Yeah, no. Absolutely. (laughs) It's helped us a lot in our friendship because Mm -hmm. for like seven, eight years, we were struggling. 80% of our friendship, we were struggling. (laughs) I mean, it really was. It was just two people who were had totally different perspectives and neither one of them were listening to each other. Yeah. Well, two people who really didn't understand themselves, so they couldn't understand each other. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's what was going on in our friendship. (laughs) But like now it does feel good that we can be like, hey, this is how I'm feeling. I totally understand like why you're acting like that. But at the same time, it doesn't even have to be at this point in our friendship. I feel like it doesn't have to be a conversation. It's almost like, it's good. I know exactly. I yeah. Knew, like, it's yeah. not in situations where I feel like, you know, um, let's say that, you know, I said something maybe snappy at Alexis yeah. or whatever. In the past, Alexis would have taken that and been like, what the fuck? You know what I mean? It would have or, been a hit to my abandonment wound. But, or yeah. vice versa, right? So yeah. I'm just, I'm just giving an example. No, I know. Or vice versa. But now if I were to do that, Alexis is like, okay, something's going on. Yeah. You know it's not I mean? me. It's her. <laughs> So I feel like having that understanding has mended our relationship on so many different levels, but Mm -hmm. also like it's helped ourselves like mentally just be like, you know, just the knowledge of like, okay, I know that that behavior is not for me. Yeah, exactly. It's not about me. mm -hmm. And well, and I think that's, I wouldn't have, I, that's why I'm so glad we made the decision to do this podcast together in the time that we did. Absolutely. Like, we wouldn't have had this podcast five years ago. Oh, God, no. Oh, God, no. Oh, God, no. We weren't ready yet. No, 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 no. Well, I never thought we would ever have a podcast, first off. No. But, like... (laughs) For sure not. (laughs) This was never a part of the plan. No. Um, But, yeah, I feel like if we weren't in the space that we were in we wouldn't have done the podcast. And when I mean in the space that we were in, I meant like, I mean like in a place of like freedom of like, Hey, I am fully connected to myself. Mm -hmm. And that doesn't mean that things don't just like things aren't happening in my life or like tragedy or things don't still come up. Yeah. But it's like, I know I, completely have an understanding of who I am in my heart and why I do the things I do. Mm -hmm. And it's made my relationships easier with other people and how to navigate it. And it's healed a lot of our friendship. Yeah. And I think that's the only reason why it's healed a lot of our communication together. Yes. Yes. And that's the only reason why we could do this podcast because we're, we're at that space with each other. Mm -hmm. We're like, we feel more free and more safe. We have more of a stronger foundation. Exactly. But I, I mean, like you already said, like it really does go back to allowing us to um, get to know ourselves, allowing that journey. Like I, I feel I'm not going to say that I am fully connected to who I am because I feel like there's still a lot of growth there or there can be yeah. things that like I didn't even think about. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I like, feel like you're always going to go on a journey of getting to know more about yourself. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. But I do feel more connected to myself than I ever have Total. my entire life. Yes. Like yes. that whole like metacognition or emotional intelligence. Mm-hmm. I just feel like I am on like I'm on a, I'm on an elevator going up yeah. now and not down anymore. Yeah. So like I yeah. feel like I'm getting better at being able to think about my thoughts and think about my emotions and actually, you know, 
have a plan with what to do with them. Yeah, you know how to navigate it. Exactly. In a much healthier way. And that's the cool thing, yeah. And, I mean, even through this podcast in the last year, like – I know Alexis and I are not the same Alexis and Krista that started this podcast. Like, <laughs> yeah, I, I honestly feel like I would cringe listening to the first couple yes. episodes. Oh my god, I was I was gonna bring that up. Like, if we were to listen to our first episode, like our very first the intro episode, like how cringy would it be to listen back? Like, I know, like we were, we honestly we didn't know what the hell we were doing. <laughs> like. And I, I can only remember, I haven't listened to it. I honestly haven't listened to the beginning episodes, not even my own story in a long time. Same. Maybe I've listened to like two to three minutes of my story and then I shut it off. Um, yeah. But like, it's just, if we were to listen to the first episode, like I just remember, what I remember is us laughing a lot. Yeah, because it's awkward. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, but I feel like now every time we rec- we record, I feel like I feel most myself honestly yep. when we're in this closet recording. Yeah. Well, and and to speak on that, like I feel like that's why I am also grateful for Alexis pushing the once a week because like this was kind of holding myself accountable to connecting with myself and like really connecting with Alexis at least once every week. Like, yeah. And, and it's interesting because like Alexis and I would be like at the beginning, okay, like our friendship matters. Yeah. Our friendship matters the most. This isn't like (laughs) replacing our friendship, but when I'm thinking about it, I'm like, but this is an hour of us talking about things that we would normally even without heart to heart. yeah. Yeah. Even without it. So it wasn't even, like, a replacement of the friendship. It was just, like, an addition to it. Yeah. Well, and, I mean, it's not like you come here and we record the podcast straight away. It's yeah. like we are sitting <laughs> on my couch for hours talking about other things, just, like, in our life catching up. And then yeah. we'll finally get to recording a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's why Eric is like, why does it take y'all so long to record? And He's I'm like, like, I'll see y'all in three and four hours. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yes, but, like, honestly, just thinking back, I'm really just so proud of ourselves for making that commitment and holding ourselves accountable because having a podcast is a commitment Yeah. Um, and sticking to it. And it's a challenge some days, especially when you're so busy and just life is happening. Yeah. But, yeah, I'm just super proud of ourselves and, like... And I'm sure, like, if we were to go back to listen to, like, other episodes very early on, like, uh, I remember our redefining series. Yes. Like. Because like, <laughs> <laughs> we were redefining things we were, in that moment. Yeah, exactly. And so we wanted to share it with our listeners. And, and that's the thing. Like, I've, I love how we've taken the pressure off of ourselves yeah. to not get it right. Exactly. No, I, I'm like, I, we, I'm pretty sure we've said it in the podcast before. Like, I know I'm fully aware that in a year, in a week, in a month, I don't know how long, but we, at any given moment, we can go back and listen and be like, oh God. You I need, changed my you, mind. Yeah. Or yeah. you, you did, that was not right. Like yeah. you're, you were wrong. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Like we've taken our, the pressure off of ourselves to be perfect. Like we're not a pastor on a platform. We don't think of ourselves like that. Mm-hmm. Like it's just, we've given our, ourselves permission to be like, Hey, like I think this right now, this is kind of in the journey that I'm figuring out or reconstructing in my heart and in my brain emotionally and processing out out loud with you. And I might change my mind six months from now or a year from now and giving us grace of like, hey, I'm only human. Exactly. And this is where I'm at right now. And this is the messiness that I'm at right now. I would say listen to our our intro. Like come on Mm -hmm. this journey and be messy with us. Like that's it. It was literally just... You're on this journey as we're trying to figure things out. We're sharing what we think to be true in the moment. And and we just wanted you to take it for what it was. Yeah. But I do I do I do like the idea that like we have complete we've allowed ourselves to just be and not yeah. worry about being right or what others are gonna think. Now now I mean, yes, we have like wanted to be, you know, aware of other perceptions. Totally, and, yeah stuff like that but not having to be right another thing that I feel like you learn through this process okay is just how creative you are and like Mm -hmm. how good you are at certain things whereas I feel like before you didn't think that about yourself no I never thought I was the creative type yeah like at all like (laughs) 
like at all. But um, editing is hard, y'all. Like it's <laughs> you got to be creative, especially with Krista. Exactly. <laughs> y'all, the thunder. Shut Did the you... fuck up. It's literally moving your whole apartment. <laughs> Are you sure that's thunder? Yes. Yeah. yeah okay. No. It's okay. We're okay, Krista. <laughs> Listen. If y'all hear that, okay, y'all in editing, speaking of editing, I'm not going to be able to edit that out, so. It's fine. Um, <laughs> if y'all hear the thunder, that was it. It's storming right now in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. No big deal. Anyways, um, no, editing is really hard, y'all, and I've realized how creative I can be in editing, yeah. but it's so time-consuming, and but I've been so proud of myself to be creative with editing, but also be creative in what type of episodes are we going to have? What yeah. are we going to talk about mm-hmm. in our series? Like we've had three series this year, which is, which is, that's a lot. That's good. Series are hard to yeah. come up with. Like <laughs> it, it's, that's time consuming all in itself. Like we really like write on a board and like, like type it all out. What do we want to talk about? Like all this stuff. It's like a whole process. Well, I was going to say in that series are the only the only episodes that we actually pre-plan. Yes. Those yes, are exactly. the only episodes that we pre-plan, but that's because we typically have guests on. So, of yeah. course, we want to ha- be pre-planned. Yeah, prepare. There we go. That mm-hmm. That's the word I was looking for. <laughs> we don't want to be pre-planned. <laughs> okay, anyways. Um, but, yeah, because we talk about this all the time. Like, literally, we'll catch up, be like, okay, let's go to the podcast. And we're like, okay, what are we talking about? And, and then, then we just we'll do just, it. We'll flow. Yep. Yeah. Because again, like I said, this is just our friendship. This is just how it is. Mm-hmm. And now exactly. we have microphones in front of us. <laughs> yeah. That's the only difference. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and we show up completely ourselves here. Like yeah. I really do. We finally come to a point where we authentically show up. Yeah. And I'm sure y'all can tell. Like some people are like messaging me and even tell me like in person, like I literally feel like I'm sitting in the room with y'all laughing with you. Perfect. Yeah. And that's exactly how we want it to feel. Like you're a part of this. Like you're a part of all this with us. Not like I'm talking like a robot and reading off. Of- yeah. Okay. Sorry. I have <laughs> like a it. transcript. <laughs> yeah. Like a transcript. Like I wrote everything out and I'm just like speaking it out. Okay. Anyways. Exactly. No. And um, we lived that like our teenage years with. Anyways, okay. <laughs> okay, well, we have an exciting next um, part. part of this episode. Is like <laughs> we went on our Instagram, and I'm sure most of y'all watched my very awkward, silly, but cute little video <laughs> on my. Story. I like how you just gave it so many adjectives. <laughs> <laughs> because I can be awkward on Instagram, honestly, but it's something that we have to do. Anyway, so. For sure. Um, it's where you can put in questions, ask us stuff. I have a couple of questions. Um, and then we also did an anonymous link where you can send in your questions. And I know Krista has that link. So we're going to – what are these questions? I have – What are these questions? I want to hear them. All right. So we'll start off with a, you know, not serious question. But oh, okay. um, one of our followers said, when are – when are you going to have a BFF podcast episode? Okay, so that was Jennifer. <laughs> <laughs> Jennifer's like, when am I going to come back on, please? <laughs> you will soon, babe. Focus on your wedding, though. Yeah, girl. Focus on that ring, that mm-hmm. wedding, planning, and school. All right. <laughs> Love All right. you. You read one. Oh, okay. Well, okay. We're going off the silly ones first. Yeah, Because yeah. I have a silly one. Perfect. Um, <laughs> what's your favorite color? That's literally a question. Okay. Mine's green. <sighs> Mine depends on the day. Black. Okay, but here's but here's the thing. No, no, no. I have I have different questions to that. My favorite okay. color to wear is black. Okay. And honestly, kind of like Mine the too. brownish. I like the nude colors to wear. I like the nudes. The nudes. Let me be me. Uh, sorry. No, I'm not Shout out to Kim K. Okay, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I like to wear black. I like to look at like, I like, I like, oh, I like so many colors. I like red. Yeah. I like, you know, a different shade of red, a lighter shade pink. Yeah, you're making this a longer answer than it needs to well, be. Well, but like I'm, I'm letting them into my, my mind. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then like the really light blue is just like really appealing to my eye as well yeah like the ocean yeah like the ocean okay okay so that's great next one (laughs) 
All right. <laughs> so another question said, when life is continuously shitty, how do you continue to be grateful and not bitter? Damn. Girl, don't we know? Don't we know, Alexis? <laughs> yeah, don't we know? Okay. I want to know who asked that question, but when, it's fine. <laughs> but that's a really good question. When yeah. Okay, say it again. When life is continuously shitty, how do you continue to be grateful and not be bitter? Yeah, that's, that's honestly, really hard. I say, well, honestly, I was thinking about it a lot because I did already read this one, and I was like, man, it's hard. So, I mean, it literally put me back to when my perception of my life was really shitty Mm -hmm. and I felt just down like I it wasn't it wasn't me forcing myself to get up every day and be like we'll be grateful for something you know what I mean like I wasn't forcing myself like I I allowed myself to be like man this sucks yeah this is shitty yeah like I didn't force myself to be like, well, you should be grateful for something or, you know, or you shouldn't feel this way. I didn't force myself to do that. Yeah. That was really the first time I allowed myself to just be sad. And be honest with it. And mm-hmm. be honest. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then I got to a point where after I was, I actually allowed those emotions to pass through my body instead of keeping them, holding them in. After that, I noticed literally my next thing was like, okay, so what do I need to do? Like, what are the yeah. steps that I need to take? I was going to say that because I think it's, I think what I would tell you, whoever asked that, is like, I think you need to commend yourself that you're actually being honest with yourself that life is shitty mm-hmm. or that you feel as though like, this sucks. Mm-hmm. I'm in a sucky situation. I don't like the way my life is right now. I don't like um, where I'm currently at, where my relationships are at, how I'm feeling on a daily basis, how I feel when I wake up, and how it's the same feeling when I go to bed. Mm-hmm. And for you to be honest is, with that is a good place to be in. Right. And what my next question to you is, do you want to continue to feel like this? Right. Because you don't have to continue to feel powerless. You can actually make a decision and be powerful and decide what you're going to do about it. Right. And so my question to you is, what are you going to do about it? Exactly. Because there are things that you can do that can get you out of that situation Mm -hmm. or stop believing the lie of like, this is how it's always going to be. Right. This is how life is always going to be. Life sucks. Mm -hmm. Life sucks sometimes for sure, but it doesn't always have to suck. And, and I love that you said that because, like, if that is your thought process, it, you're really going to feel that for the rest of your life. Like, if that's the only thing that you believe, it's going to be. Yeah. See, the trick is, the trick is, is that that lie wants you to continue to believe that, to keep yeah. you powerless. Yeah. And the truth is that you aren't powerless. Mm-hmm. There are resources out there. Mm-hmm. There are things that you can do so you don't have to wake up every morning and feel like, well, it's just going to be another shitty day. Exactly. And I feel like that's such a, it's such a broad question too, because it's very specific to the details right. or the experiences that are right. happening. Because we don't pers- know specifically what's going on. Right. In mm-hmm. that person's life. But I do completely understand um, that when life knocks you down, it feels like it doesn't just knock you down. It like bulldozes you and then runs you over a couple of times. Um, (laughs) Like literally that's what it feels like. It feels like if one thing happens, like it's a domino effect. Yeah, It's exhausting and it's draining. It is. Mm -hmm. And, and it's, you said, how do you continue to be grateful? Like for me, it was not continuing to believe the lie that everything in my life is shitty because the truth is not everything is shitty. You know what I mean? Like there is, hopefully at least one good thing in my life or in your life that that's the piece that you can be grateful for and then because like you know that saying that like when you focus on all the negatives then that's the that's the thing that consume you consumes you what you focus on is what you get yeah so to me it's a mindset shift as well yeah yeah and I I do want to say though I want to give some compassion there like I don't know who you are and I don't know specifically what's going on, but I do want you to know that I've I've been there and you're not alone in that and that this is a very normal feeling to feel. And and it's it's hard. And it's natural and it's so hard. It's so painful to be in that constant cycle. Mm -hmm. And I remember what that felt like. It felt so exhausting 
and powerless and draining as if I wasn't enough and this is all that's ever for me in my life and that there's no good things that are going to come. But honestly, personally, I came to a point where I got tired of feeling that way. Yeah. And I wanted to do something about it. And I want to remind you that you are capable, Mm -hmm. you are strong, and this doesn't have to be your forever. Exactly. And we say it all the time, but like, you also don't have to do it alone. Right. Reach out for help. Mm -hmm. Get help. If you need to pay for it, do it. Do it. When I say pay for it, I mean get a counselor, get Mm -hmm. a coach, have resources like podcasts like this, emotional health podcasts. Mm -hmm. Like there's other podcasts other than us, obviously. Exactly. That can help you. And it really is like, it's, it's forcing yourself, especially on the days that you don't feel like it, because on the days that you don't feel like it are the days that you really need it. And so it is, it is having that like determination. What is that called? What's that word whenever you are motivated? Motivated. Motivation. Um, yeah. Well, yeah. Anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, but another another piece that I feel like really helped me whenever I was going through like life is fucking shitty and there's nothing to be grateful for. Um, it really was that mindset of taking it day by day. And I, I know that people say that all the time, but I don't think you guys, some of you truly know what that means. Like it really is getting into a space in your mind where you literally will only allow yourself to think about the day. Maybe you can't think about the day. Maybe it's just, I'm only going to allow myself to think about the next hour. I'm only going to allow myself to think about the next 30 minutes. Maybe you need those smaller chunks Yeah, and and sticking to it and only allowing yourself to get through. I saw this one thing where it was like, what if you treated your your day as like a football game where there's four quarters? That's good. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Just because you did shitty in the first quarter doesn't mean that, you know, you can't come back in the second quarter. I like that. Yeah. Just starting off small. Yeah. Take it. Small steps. Yeah. Yeah. And it really does feel like a battle because one side of you is saying or feels like life sucks and there's nothing good for you and then the other side of you maybe on a a day you're like you know what no I do have something to be grateful for like it is a it feels like a battle but spoiler spoiler alert you're gonna win that battle battle absolutely all you have to do is keep showing up for yourself exactly and keep trying Mm -hmm. and not giving up you lose if Mm -hmm. you give up exactly you need to figure out what showing up for yourself looks like yep that's the what we would say to you. Yeah. All right. Next question. Or do you have another one? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay. So one person asked, what is the biggest red, f- what are the biggest red flags in a guy? Oh my God. Okay. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> this is a hard question. It's a hard question. It's I different feel like. for every girl. I hate, no, okay, I won't say that, but it aggravates me when, um, so you'll hear a lot of podcasts, especially you'll see it on TikTok and YouTube a lot yes. and Instagram. Like, the biggest red flag that anybody could do. It's like the big statement, like all these yeah. things. And I'm like, and when they say the red flag, what it is, I'm like, that's not a red flag. Yeah, but they generalize. Yeah, and people are so yeah, unique. Yeah, we don't like exactly. It's different for everybody. That's why it's a hard question to answer. And and I think I mentioned this back in a couple of our episodes. I think very early on, actually, I think I said, like everybody has red flags. Every single human being has red flags. We're all imperfect. We all have our flaws. Mm-hmm. And I want somebody who's going to choose me in my red flags. Yeah, because. I think I heard one of my, um, this podcast that we listened to, she said, um, she was on a date with a dude and she was asking about their flaws and what their red flags are. Mm -hmm. And he didn't want to talk about it. Like he just, he was like, no, I don't have it. Like, and she, she was like, well, that made me feel really unsafe because everybody's imperfect. Everybody has flaws. Yeah. And she's thinking like, well, I have red flags. I have flaws. Exactly. And I want someone to choose me in that. So I would want someone to choose me in my red flags. I think it's, I think it's more of a question is more of the question is that what are you willing to put up with? Exactly. That's it. Those are your red flags. Mm-hmm. And there's, I love that you said that because it really is specific to you. 
Like there isn't a generalization because what you could feel like is a red flag might not be a red flag for me Mm -hmm. in that same guy. Like, like, for example, I know like, like there's some girls who believe like, oh, if he doesn't, (laughs) let's think about Alexis a couple of years ago. (laughs) Like if he doesn't come pick me up and pay for the first date, like it's a red flag. You know what I mean? Like there's, whereas for me, that wouldn't be a red flag. I'm just making up. I'm yeah, not yeah, yeah. This I know. Is real. Yeah. Um. But like, there's just so much nuance to that. So it's hard to yeah. say now. For... And I don't want to say what a red flag could be because I don't want I don't want to push a belief onto somebody because somebody else might not think. Yeah. That for me. So I don't want to say what I'm willing to not tolerate. Yeah. Obviously, I mean, if people were to listen to my story, obviously I'm not willing to tolerate anymore. Um, well, I never did. But um, anyways, cheating. Yeah. <laughs> like, I would love somebody who's going to be loyal. That would yeah, be great. Yeah, that would be awesome. I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> the bare minimum here. So, yeah. <laughs> I'm not asking much. Um, but yeah, that would that's just some of my stuff. But that's my answer to that question. <laughs> no, I honestly feel like I, that's kind of where I want to leave it too, because it really is like based on your experiences, what are the, the things that you just will not put up with anymore? Like, yeah. what are the things that you're like, no, I literally can't choose you because of this. And that's okay. Yeah. And that's okay. Because that other person probably wouldn't choose you for something else. You, you want to be chosen in your red flags, in yeah. your flaws. Absolutely. Every human being does. All right. Next question. (laughs) I haven't read this one. Okay. So this one says, being that you are walking through your healing journey, have you ever felt the desire to start a relationship again with someone else? I know. If so, how do you navigate life with that desire? I know who this is. Yeah. So their question is, is like they're in the middle of their healing journey. So whether you had just broken up or had been in a relationship a couple few months ago or six months ago um, and you, you, you're you healing from it, mm. you feel really great, you're better than you were six, five months ago and you've met somebody and you're in the midst of your healing journey and you never thought you would meet somebody else um, mm. like this again that you would feel this way for so soon. Mm. especially when you're getting connected to yourself, figuring out what you want, all this stuff. Um, I think my answer to you is like, really trust your gut. I mean, this is a great opportunity for you to gain trust back within yourself. Yeah. And what you're willing to lean into but also asking your heart of like, hey, if I, you know, get to this next level with this person and I'm liking them, is my heart feeling violated? So asking your your heart constantly, asking yourself constantly, hey, am I ready for this next step? Yeah. Hey, is my heart truly ready to do this? Does my heart feel violated when I act in this way and I share too much or do too much as if I'm already acting as if they're my girlfriend or if or if they're my boyfriend? Um, so really, this is a great opportunity for you to figure out what's the next step for you and what are you wanting in this new way of learning yourself and gaining trust back because I know with me when I started dating again and going on dates especially after what I've been through which I never thought I would go on a date again Mm -hmm. it was such a great learning process of like wow this comes up for me when this person acts this way Mm -hmm. so now I realize I still need healing in this area and then also like hey I've actually never experienced this type of fun with somebody else and I really like this I really like doing this and I would want this for the future if possible but yeah I think it's just asking yourself of like hey this is a great opportunity to get some more healing where are my triggers at where do I still need to heal and also like I'm gaining trust back within myself right I think that's a great perspective but it so like for me I don't have I can't relate to this question because I've been in the same relationship even through my healing journey. So like Mm -hmm. I've been in this relationship for almost seven years now and I just. Well, that's good. How did that work for you though? Like, well, so that's what I mean. Like it did, it did change the relationship. Like there, 
the way that the relationship was and like the communication as because as I was being able to learn more about myself, obviously I was able to communicate with him more about like my needs, right? That roadmap, that roadmap. Luckily, um, he's very, um, observant. Uh, I was trying to find the word. He's very observant. So a lot of the things that I would find out about myself and I'd share with him, like he already knew. You know what I mean? So it was like little things like like there there were times in the relationship at the very beginning where I was like, I feel like you know me better than I know me. And he was like, yeah, I do. Um, <laughs> so there's a lot of things in that sense where it was almost like he just watched me like be aware of things that he already knew. And it helped our communication um, a little bit better, too. But I want to say something because I, I want to put myself like as if I was single walking through this healing journey and like knowing myself a little bit better now like if if I were single depending and it depends on where you're at in the healing journey like if I was yeah, yeah. if I was just starting out and then that's the thing is it there's not like a time limit on your healing, healing. journey yeah right? don't put like, a time limit on it so like for me though like as I'm getting to know myself and I realize just like how codependent I was especially on relationships um, I feel like for me in my particular situation, I would not want to date only because I know how codependent I am or how, like how many codependency tendencies I have. And I know that if I was on this healing journey, um, and I got into a relationship, like all of a sudden all my energy would go to that relationship and not on that healing journey anymore. And that's because I have gained that self-awareness of that's how, I've worked for so long. Yeah, I'm glad you said that. I think also asking yourself, am I truly ready for this? I think I said that, but yeah, but asking yourself of like, am I truly ready to emotionally connect mm-hmm. with somebody else on this level? Like, would I be able to still have that balance? Yeah, like, would I still be able to care for myself and show up for show up for myself as well because, in the midst of it? Yeah, because that piece is the most important part. Is you taking care of yourself and also also asking yourself of like why do I want this right now yeah is it coming from a place of loneliness Mm -hmm. and like oh I need someone to feel special yeah or is it you already feel special you already have that independence of like I am worthy I love myself I am enough like I have that relationship with myself and another relationship with somebody like an added would just be an added bonus exactly it'd be an addition to Mm -hmm. already what I have wholeness within myself yeah and I have another wholeness person as well exactly and uh, and just another thing what you just mentioned too about how Eric it's okay if I say his name right yeah okay um (laughs) it's not a secret (laughs) he's kind of seeing like different versions of you absolutely and growing with you yeah and I saw this quote today on my Pinterest I think my Pinterest thinks I'm getting married because (laughs) Because we look up stuff for Jen (laughs) yeah we look up stuff for Jen and I'm not I'm not getting married but like there was this really cute quote and I'm gonna read it to you because that just reminded me of something Mm mm-hmm in order to make a relationship last, you really have to flow with the person as they change. Give them space. Mm-hmm. My friend always told me about his grandfather who was with his wife for 60 years before she passed. His grandfather said that through all that time, his wife changed so much. It felt like he had been with eight different people by the end. <laughs> <laughs> but he said the secret to making it last was that through all those changes... He never suffocated his wife with his own idea of who Mm. he expected her to be. Rather, he loved her fully, every new woman she became. Oh, my God. I have the chills, like, all Mm. over my body. That's love. That's love right there. Yeah, absolutely. having that mindset. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my gosh. That gave me the chills. That was so good. Yeah, it's really good. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Do you have another question? No, that was it. Okay. Well, okay. I wanted to save this question for last because oh my gosh this when I when I saw this question it broke my heart because this was me yeah two years ago so so this one person asked me how do you trust God when your heart's been broken over and over and over again Mm. and when I saw that I was like oh puppy 
I feel you. I was mm-hmm. there. I think you're so valid in how betrayed you feel by life and by and by your ex- the pain you've experienced. And I think it makes sense completely where you're at. Mm-hmm. And it makes sense that you don't have a lot of faith and trust in God. And that I remember feeling like, okay, I believe God can do good things. Mm -hmm. I believe that God can do good things for other people. And I believe he can redeem other people. Yeah. But I don't believe that God is good for me. And I don't believe that God can do good things for me. Right. So I completely get where you're at. When I, two years ago, when I was in that healing or when I was in that program and I was, you know, being coached and, um, it was actually two years ago, like this week when it happened. Um, I just remember having those why questions, like why didn't it turn out like this? Why did it have to be this way? Why did God tell me this one thing? And then it didn't work out. Like it feels as though God is just a messed up God holding like dangling a carrot in front of my face mm-hmm. and I, where I can never reach it. I yeah. can never reach his promises for me. I, like he doesn't want good things for me. His promises, he really doesn't keep his promises. In reality, it's like I was finding myself in a constant cycle of attracting people who validated what my true belief systems were, mm-hmm. which were I am not worth t- being loved. Mm-hmm. I am not worth being chosen. I am not worth being fought for. And it all came back to this abandonment wound to where my mom left me and where I felt emotionally abandoned by my father, Mm -hmm. you know? And so, and I put all of that on the face of God because of what I was attracting, not purposefully, like you, you purposefully don't attract these types of people yeah and so i'm not saying that you are and i found myself in all the why questions and blaming god in the end of it Mm -hmm. and what i'm going to tell you what this person said to me it's like i i i started losing trust in god which made me lose trust in myself and made me lose trust in my intuition and my gut. Mm -hmm. And so therefore I didn't have trust within myself. I didn't trust my body. I felt like my body betrayed me. I felt like my heart betrayed me and therefore I felt like God betrayed me. Mm -hmm. And so it was really telling myself every day, but then also acting it out as if like, I hear God, God speaks to me and I trust him. Mm Mm-hmm. I had to say that every day when those doubts started creeping in. Mm-hmm. I hear God. God speaks to me and I trust him. And then I also had to really get down to the bottom of what my heart was really needing. Yeah, that's it. It wasn't really like, oh, I want I want to be with somebody. I wanted this person to work out, which, yes, all of that was involved. But... It was like I really just wanted to be loved. Mm-hmm. I really wanted to be chosen. I've been wanting someone to fight for me my whole life. Mm-hmm. And I've been wanting someone to be there for me my whole life. Yeah. So how can I be there for myself? How can I truly believe that God really does want to fight for me and really does want to love me? Mm-hmm. And so I hope that helps. I know it's not like a specific answer and you're not, you're not really ever going to get one until you really figure out what you need. Yeah. And that's also by getting a counselor helping you process and navigate what's going on in your heart and what you're needing. But, um, yeah. We, we will ask that question one more time. How do you trust God when your heart's been broken over and over again? Mm. Okay. I feel like for me, and I, and I know this because, like, we've talked about it and encounters and stuff, but um, – like, for me, I had this expectation of God. I had a bunch of different faces on God. I um, I didn't see God for who he truly was. I saw God for who I expected him to be, and that messed with a lot of, like, the things that I... It warped a lot of your mm-hmm. perspective and mm-hmm. reality of him, yeah. Exactly, and so I think really getting down to the root of, like, how do I view God? Like, I, I mean, I felt like... He was supposed to be like this genie in a bottle, right? We've said that before, like a genie in a bottle, like you're, I'm not supposed to feel pain. Like I'm not supposed to, you know, have a rough life, but like God never promised a life without pain, at least on this earth. You know what I mean? So it's, it's 
it's also so, I don't know, for me, it's so easy. Um, and, and I mean this in like the most respectful way. I'm not saying this is you at all, but I'm just saying it's, it's, it's easy to sit there and make God the person to blame. Wait, what is that? He's the villain. You know what I yeah. mean? Because we're we're searching for someone to blame. We're for always this situation. searching for the villains in our story. We are, and sometimes we choose God as you're the villain. You're supposed to come save me. You're supposed to give me the desires of my heart, and you're not doing that. Yeah. And so now you're the villain of my story. Mm-hmm. When that's really not the not case, the case yeah. at all. Because unfortunately, God, the the most important part of love and unconditional love is free will. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, unfortunately he can't make people not hurt other people. Yeah. And it sucks. And people make their own decisions and sometimes they're very destructive decisions. Yep. And we blame God for it because right. We're told all the time, well, God can just fix everything like that with a snap of his fingers. Yeah. But then that would completely take away free will. Mm-hmm. You know, it wouldn't, it wouldn't be love anymore. It would be a controlled love. It would yeah. be a manipulative love. A dictatorship. Love. Absolutely. Yeah. And yeah. so, um, yeah, I think what you really, what your heart really wants is you just really want to be loved and you really want to be chosen and you really just don't want to do this life alone anymore and you don't have to. And Mm. I've been there. I've been there. I've literally been there. And yes, I don't have a relationship, but I also don't really have, I don't have that desire anymore or that, or that aching feeling of like, I wish somebody was holding me at night. I mm-hmm. wish I had a man. I wish I had a man to do all these things. Like I genuinely feel fulfilled in my fulfilled whatever <laughs> <laughs> in my heart because I've gotten healing in the deepest parts of me that really needed to be loved. Like right. this little girl inside me. Mm-hmm. Like I started choosing her. Yeah. I started making space for her and yeah. I started protecting her and not vi- vi- violating her anymore by just getting my fix mm-hmm. with a guy in a moment. Yep. Oh, that's so good. And I-, I just really challenge you to really um, question what is your belief about God? Like, who do you think he is? Because I I can tell you right now that I definitely had that genie magician um guy in the sky kind of mindset like it was it was like a um you know yes sitting on the throne but like definitely like he's like a puppet master you know what I mean like that that was my more so mindset but now I don't think about God as like some guy in the sky who's magically making everything you know work my mindset about God has shifted like Mm -hmm. I more so see him like living within me or next like if I'm picturing a person like if I'm picturing God as a person like I'm picturing him next to me walking through life with me like a best friend you know what I mean that's more so what I picture it like yeah does that make sense yeah you need to reconstruct your theology yeah Mm -hmm. it would be another simple answer but also I think you just really need a lot of love and compassion yeah right now I think that's what's really gonna help now slowly moving on Right. <laughs> because we don't want to go too much overtime. Um, I just want to say, like, for all the listeners out there, we do really appreciate your support and how people just, like, post on our, their stories of, like, listen to this episode. Yeah, it's it's really so sweet. good. Like, it's so sweet to know that, like, our voices – through the frequency of your car or phone or headphones, like (laughs) it's touching your heart. Mm -hmm. And the fact that you resonate with some of our stories and like how much y'all resonated with our beginning episodes of how vulnerable we were. Yeah. It meant a lot because it is scary Mm -hmm. to put your heart on the line and to be vulnerable and, or transparent in your story but knowing that like it helped at least one person is good enough for us and that's what truly like 
motivated motivated us to do this mm-hmm. is if we could just help one person mm-hmm. and just w- if if one person listened to our podcast like that would be enough for us exactly um and and i think that's the whole like the whole point of this why we named it like even our like how we named this podcast <laughs> like we knew we wanted it to be about humanity we wanted the humanity word in the podcast yeah. and like how i just googled what's the real meaning of humanity and how like Chris was like, let's just let that be our podcast name or yeah. podcast, you know, like it, the real meaning of humanity, humanity. It's like we're coming together and like the true meaning of humanity is we're so all imperfect mm-hmm. and we genuinely don't have to be perfect. Yeah. There's no villains in our story. There's no good guys. There's no bad guys. We're not living in a Marvel movie, <laughs> even though I love Marvel. Right. I would love to. Yeah. <laughs> but like this, the reality of it is like, there's no heroes and villains. It's just humanity. Right. And we all make mistakes. We all have something internally going on inside of us that is bleeding out into our actions. And sometimes it is destructive. Yeah. And that means that somebody's going through some something so deep inside them that they fully have not gotten aware of. That it's subconsciously affecting their outer world. Right. And we wanted to help those people. That's why we started with my story. Mm-hmm. That's why we started with, like, Krista's story. Like, humanity is hurting exactly we we need an army of people that can help Mm -hmm. humanity heal like free people can free other people the world needs whole people this world needs people to be healed from their broken hearts yeah and that's why it started with me and krista getting our own healing journey becoming free becoming more whole and alive and where we're thriving in life that does not mean we do not experience pain we still experience pain we are still going through our own triggers we're still going through our own healing and reconstructing a lot of things but we know how to navigate it we do not feel powerless to life anymore Mm -hmm. and we accept our messiness and we we don't partner with shame we partner with hope we partner with hey when you know better, you do better. Exactly. And now that I know, I can move forward. I can do. Mm-hmm. And so that's why we say, come on this journey with us. Be messy with us. Be accepted and let love and compassion in. And that's the true meaning of humanity. That's the real meaning of humanity. humanity. It's like accepting <laughs> life for all that it is, the good, the, the bad, bad, and the, the ugly. ugly. And that it's still, God still genuinely calls it beautiful. Mm-hmm. And he's still fighting for you. He still loves you. And that's what we're trying to create. Yeah. No, I, be, mm, just chef's kiss. That was beautifully said, Alexis. <laughs> no, but I mean, like, now I'm thinking about, like, whenever we did, you know, come up with the name and, like, how true has this journey been? Like, us just finding out what the hell is the real meaning of humanity? Because <laughs> yeah. this fake meaning that is all over social media and the news of us being perfect or fitting a standard or, you know, an expectation. That, an expectation. Yeah. The idea that you can live life without any pain. Um, yes, technically. I'm not going to say technically that's true. It's it's definitely false, but technically you can warp it to try to pretend like you're never feeling pain um, because we've been there, done that. Uh, but that's not actually truly what's happening. You know what I mean? So it's just redefining. Like, I don't have to pretend like really this humanity, being human is being able to think about my thoughts, think about my feelings, having emotional intelligence and working through those like yeah and what feels authentic to you like who I, are you exactly like yeah. i literally looked up earlier <laughs> i said um i was like what's the difference between a human and an animal <laughs> what's the difference and really the biggest difference is the fact that humans can think about their own thoughts and that's called metacognition yeah the fact that we can actually we have the power. We have the power to think about what we're thinking. And we have the power to name our emotions, mm-hmm. work through our emotions. We can have emotional intelligence. Animals can't. Like, that's really what separates us. And literally, if you look it up, that's what it's going to say. That's what separates us. It's taking the power back into your own hands. Yeah. And that's why, honestly, like, 
Jesus, like he, it says it is biblical. It's like you have the authority. That worship song that we all sing almost every Sunday is champion. Like mm-hmm. where it says, I am who you say I am. You crown me with confidence. And then it leads into now I can finally see it. You're teaching me how to receive it. This is my victory. Mm. You know, like he wants us to live in power and authority. Exactly. Like part part of the reason why he died on the cross for us, why he came down and put on human skin was to partner with us, to build a relationship with us, to know that it's not all about labels. It's not all about the black and white and all that shit. It's all bullshit. It, it, it was all about relationship, partnership, and love, most importantly. Absolutely. And knowing that we can do this. We have the power and that he died on the cross for our sins, knowing that we wouldn't have to continue living the life that we are living currently mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that we can partner with him in this yeah. and he can show us how to live life. Like this is the roadmap to your life and to who you are. Exactly. That's that's what it is. And so you have the power. You don't have to live like this anymore and you can break that cycle Mm -hmm. you don't have to live in constant pain and hopelessness and partner with all that yeah absolutely I mean it is it it really is just the most beautiful thing like truly getting connected to yourself like genuinely knowing and getting to know yourself Mm -hmm. and showing up authentically and allow like and that's the thing too like I remember Sorry, I know that we need to stop, but, like, I remember, like, it was so hard for me to allow, like, Alexis to truly see parts of me. Like, it, mm-hmm. like as hard as it was for me to let Alexis see that, it was even harder for, for me to let me see that. Like, yeah, it is hard to be honest with yourself. It's hard. It's easy to just, you know, slap something over it and be like oh nah you know like brush it under the rug or whatever but like it's hard to be like no Krista no Alexis like this is really what's happening in your heart like all your defense mechanisms they ain't gonna work no more like we're gonna get to the root of it like that that part is really hard but it it is really freeing at the same time so Alexis and I both know that and so obviously that's why you know, we're trying to share that with other people and we're mm-hmm. trying to get other people to get know the word because out. like we want you to feel free too. We don't want you to feel stuck. Like I think back to like my my episodes when I when I talked about like the cage that I built myself or like yeah the fact that I was in this cage but like the door's wide open. Like yeah. you may feel like you're you have in the a key. cage. Yes. Yeah. But not even that. Yeah, you have the key, but like the door's open. Like you yeah. can walk out. Yeah. You can just you can just get up and go. You don't even have to look for the key. Like you just got, <laughs> you can just get up and go. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Literally, that's how it felt once I was able to finally step through that door. But that also means stepping into something unknown and something unfamiliar, yeah. and your brain doesn't like that. Yeah, it doesn't feel safe for you. Yeah. But you need to do it, right? Right. right. I, like again, mm-hmm. we've talked. I know I've said this it's on the better. episode. Like you know, a kid would like to eat candy all the time, but like you know that it's better for them to eat, you know, whole foods and yeah, vegetables broccoli, and stuff, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so Chicken. it's the same thing. Imagine you imagine yourself as a as like a little kid too, and you have to like, you know, do what's best for your, yeah them. Yeah, exactly. Anyways, well, I just want to <laughs> say that I'm very proud of ourselves and. I don't regret any episode. Oh no, on this. no, absolutely not. Because that yeah. was true. I mean, it hey, was each true episode for us at the time, <laughs> and yeah, and I'm very proud of how we started this journey. Yeah, and how we're still continuing on. And a lot. I've been getting a lot of um, requests about when we're going to start our church series. Oh God, <laughs> it will I'm honestly come. Kind of nervous about that one. Yeah, but <laughs> I think for us, just to answer that question of like. In December, when Krista's on her winter break, mm-hmm. um, we're going to start planning for that. Yeah. But also, we don't want to release the church series because we're still in the middle, the nitty gritty of our own journey with yeah. our church hurt. Yep. So we want to get healing for ourselves first before we ever pour out healing onto others about that. Yeah, I understand a little, it a little bit better. Exactly. So we're still in that process just to be transparent with you and 
But it'll be coming. It'll come in 2023 sometime. Mm -hmm. At some point. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And we have way more exciting things for y'all in 2023. We're super excited just where this podcast is going to go. It's fun. We're not stopping. (laughs) Yeah. We're not stopping. So, um, and I'm still um, taking on free sessions. If y'all want to reach out to me, become my client. Let's process what's going on in your inside your heart let's get to know who you are and yeah. how you want to show up for yourself and break those cycles exactly um and let's start on that journey together and if you feel like i could help you amazing cool. reach out to me okay well we love y'all so much yes i just want to say i'm proud of you krista just for showing <gasps> up you. doing this damn thing with us with thing. me yeah and i wouldn't want to do this with anybody else Agreed. i really wouldn't i love you so much right back at and you. i'm so thankful for you <laughs> <laughs> you're my best friend you're my best friend <laughs> <laughs> all right guys too. i love you too um We're going to get off before we get too mushy. Yeah. Okay. Bye. Okay. (laughs) Bye. I love y'all. Keep listening. Okay. Bye. Love you. Bye. (laughs)